Hello, and welcome to Awaiting Prompt, the AI podcast, hosted by me, Maxon Jones. And me, Nick Short. Each week, we give an AI a series of story prompts. These could be genres, characters, plot points, and see what kind of story it comes up with. We're not writers, and we're certainly not authors. We may need to give the AI a bit of direction along the way, but every single word is going to be entirely generated by an AI. We're just really interested in the technology, seeing what it can do, and having a laugh at the stuff that it can't. So if that sounds good, then tune in every Friday to Awaiting Prompt. This week on Awaiting Prompt, we are celebrating Chinese New Year with the Year of the Rabbit with some rabbit-themed prompts. And Matt, you're up first. Come on, detective. Keep up. Cruz, the veteran detective, rushed ahead of his rookie partner, Abington. Abington. Well, that's not a name. Abington. <laughs> no, no, no. Abington. Abington. I'm going to call him Abby from now yeah, on. Yeah, Abby. As they hiked along a rugged mountain slope. How are you supposed to find a rabbit here? Abington grumbled, <laughs> hungry and exhausted after days of tracking their prey. Movie said they could, like, fly? <laughs> so why are we out here? <laughs> Don't believe everything you see in the movies, kid. <laughs> Cruz replied gruffly as he thumbed the glazer sights of his pistol. Both men fell silent and continued hiking, strained for any sign of the creatures. Then, Abington abruptly stopped and pointed. Look, up there, the rabbit hole. <laughs> up there? <laughs> They're on a cl- <laughs> How far? I think so. Oh, they did say it could fly. Is it using its ears? Mm. Who knows? Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Dumbo, but a rabbit. Yeah. They quickly maneuvered closer, guns at the ready, when a grey figure rushed out of the hole, nearly knocking them over. That's it! Take it down! They fired their weapons in quick succession, but their quarry moved with impossible speed, evading their every shot. Just as they began to give chase, the rabbit stepped back and in a low, (laughs) raspy voice shouted, You can never catch me! The rabbit leaped into the sky and flew away, (laughs) disappearing against the horizon. Cruz and Abington stared open-mouthed. Their disbelief turned to horror as they realised they'd just lost their prey. A sentient, replicant rabbit. (laughs) The detective looked at his partner, the truth sinking in. You better call the Blade Runners. <laughs> <laughs> Up until the very end, I was like, what on earth what is this franchise? franchise is this? It's the bloody replicas. <laughs> oh my God. I was expecting some kind of dimly lit street with rain and neon signs, not like an open mountain. <laughs> I wonder if it doesn't know what Blade Runner is. So in Blade Runner, right, they created the replicants as as workforce. Yeah. What is the purpose of a replicant rabbit? Maybe it's one of those pets that people have when they get anxious. Oh, is it like a is it like a Tamagotchi, but in the future? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Right. Write the next instalment. Cruz and Abington find little time to spare. The Blade Runner team was already on the way and the detectives had to find the replicant and capture it before they arrived. After a few hours of searching, isn't the Blade Runners though which are looking for the replicants? So what are the detectives doing? The Blade Runner is the the detective. Right. As far as I remember. Yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Because that's what Decker yes. is doing in the whole film. Yes. And he is a Blade Runner. Yeah. So they are Blade Runners. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and quite into the weeds of the law here. After a few hours of searching, the detectives finally caught a glimpse of their quarry. There it is, Abington shouted, pointing to a figure on the edge of the colony. Cruz and Abington ran towards their target, but the replicant was quick and evaded them with ease. The two detectives were left chasing the retreating figure deep into the forest, neither of them able to land a single shot. Suddenly, the rabbit stopped and turned. Cruz and Abington both raised their guns, ready to fire, and then the rabbit spoke. <laughs> You can never catch me, detectives, it said in a raspy voice. In a raspy voice. But you can make a deal. I have something I want, and I have something you want. Really? Abington and Cruz had no choice. They had to agree, but they didn't know what the replicant wanted in return. Before they could answer, they heard the sound of the Blade Runner team in the distance. The rabbit gave them a sly smile as it hopped away. But what has what has it got? I've got something that you want. Ooh, I think we'll find out in the next ring <gasps> installment. The rabbit gave him a sly smile as it hopped away, adding one last taunt. You'd better hurry if you want to find out what I want in return. Why is he now Southern? <laughs> I can't do accents. Oh my lord. Cruz and Abington exchanged a worried glance as they raced to catch up with their unexpected informant. What deal has the replicant in mind, and how could the detectives possibly keep it from the Blade Runners? Find out in the next thrilling instalment <laughs> of Blade Rabbit. The thing is, if I literally type in write the next instalment, will it carry on? Because that's what I did last time. Mm. But with no... Literally no idea. Yeah. Oh, it does. This is This is You've fun. got it in a loop. Cruz and Abington followed the replicant until they reached a hidden cave. The rabbit's eerie glow illuminated the entrance as it beckoned them into the cave. Is it an eerie glow because it's got big ears? Very good. They nervously stepped into the darkness, looking around in amazement at the strange tech and odd artifacts of what was scattered around the cave. What is this place? Abington asked in awe. The replicant replied in a raspy tone, this is my home, and this is why I have come here, in exchange for not exposing you to the Blade Runners. I want you to procure something from this cave for me. But it's his own home. <laughs> Cruz and Abington looked around, trying to figure out what the rabbit wanted. Abington's eyes eventually settled on a strange, glowing cube near the back of the cave. I think the rabbit wants the cube, he said softly. <laughs> the replicant nodded. You are correct. It paused for a moment before continuing. That cube contains the key to the future of replicant human relations. <laughs> My hands are too small and rapidly to collect it. <laughs> it could be the difference between life and death for every replicant living in this world. Do you accept my terms? Cruz and Abington looked at each other in disbelief. Could they really help the replicant? Before they could answer, they were interrupted by the sound of the Blade Runner team arriving outside. What will Cruz and Abington do? Will they help the replicant, risk getting in trouble with the Blade Runners? Or will they turn the replicant in, securing their own safety? Find out in the next thrilling instalment. <laughs> I think we need a concluding instalment. Yeah. Okay.
This is definitely the story where it's like added its mm. loads of its own it's just ideas. Gone on its own little adventure. Okay, write the next installment and conclude the story. I feel like long-running listeners of the show will start to get accustomed to some of like the in-jokes that we have. And for them, I think listening is going to be extra fun. Don't tell me John's in this. No. <laughs> it's just like, it's where the AI reuses phrases. Mm. It's funny. Okay. You'll, you'll know when it comes up. Cruz and Abington knew they were out of time. The Blade Runners had arrived, and if they were caught in the cave, they'd be branded as criminals. We should turn him in, Abington said, desperately turning to Cruz for confirmation. Cruz nodded, unable to meet the replicant's eye. Yeah, he's an outlaw replicant. We have our orders, he said softly. The replicant bowed his head before turning towards the cave entrance. I understand. Before leaving, it looked back over its shoulder and said softly, Remember, no matter what you decide today, whatever happens to my kind, it's all of you who are responsible. Humans. <gasps> Cuts deep. It left the cave, walking slowly towards the entrance to meet the Blade Runner team. Cruz and Abington watched until the replicant disappeared from sight, their hearts heavy with guilt. What have we done? Abington asked quietly. Cruz shook his head. I don't know. <laughs> the fate of the replicant and the consequences of their actions remain unknown. Will the replicant survive or will the Blade Runners enact justice? Tune in for the next thrilling installment <laughs> to find out. Oh my god. That was really good. That was good. That was actually really good. I wasn't entirely sure where it's... It's difficult to write a story with rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> I say that as if I wrote it. It's difficult to come up with an idea of a story with rabbits and then get an AI to write it. Mm. I also don't really think it understood Blade Runner. It, I mean, it, to be fair, it was on the Introduce of Replicants. It got so it definitely, replicants. It definitely has that understanding. And it knows that replicants were made by humans. But really the detectives, yeah, the detectives are the Blade Runners, so I was a bit confused by that. Unless yeah. unless they're just like generic detectives. Yeah. But what was their secret? What like Yeah, what did they want in exchange? The rabbit wanted the I've cube. Got what you need. But the cube rabbit already had the cube. He just well, you couldn't, don't realize couldn't, like, he couldn't reach it. There was a hostage in the cave. <laughs> yeah, it's what the AI doesn't tell you. That's the uh, that's oh. where the real story is. Just um, need a title. Come on, Blade Rabbit. Come on, Blade Rabbit. <laughs> rabbit Run. Yes. <laughs> a Blade Runner thriller. Love it. Rabbit Run. I still like the thing. I still like the idea of Blade Rabbit. Blade Rabbit is great. Okay. All right. Down to your story. The sun shone through the dusty windows of the old antique shop, creating a hazy and mysterious atmosphere. Inside, a kind old man was busy sorting through boxes of trinkets, while a young boy watched curiously from the corner of the room. Suddenly, the old man held up a small rabbit's foot, and the boy's eyes widened in wonder. This here is an old lucky charm, the old man said. But it seems that its luck has run out. The boy frowned and asked why the charm was so unlucky. The old man only chuckled and shook his head. That, my boy, is a story for another day. The old man placed the rabbit's foot on the counter and the boy couldn't help but feel a strange tugging in his heart. He had to know the story behind this unlucky charm. 
The old man seemed to sense the boy's curiosity, and he began to tell an old tale of a rabbit's foot and its unlucky owner. He told of a young woman who'd kept the rabbit's foot in her pocket for years, believing that it would bring her luck. But no matter how many times she rubbed the foot for luck, it seemed that nothing ever went her way. The old man continued his story, describing the woman's misfortune and how it seemed that the rabbit's foot was the source of her bad luck. Finally, the woman had become so desperate that she'd thrown the foot away in the hopes that her luck would finally turn around. The boy listened intently as the old man finished his story, and he couldn't help but feel a sense of pity for the unlucky charm. He reached out and gently picked up the rabbit's foot, and he knew in his heart that he had to do something to help. Oh. That's really nice. <laughs> what prompt did you give that? So the prompt that I gave it was write the opening to a story about an unlucky rabbit's foot, include an old antique shop, a kind old man and a young boy. Oh. And I just that wanted really well. to... That worked really well. Yeah. The boy thanked the old man for the story, and then he was on his way. He clutched the rabbit's foot tightly in his hand as he walked, and he determined that he would find a way to break the spell of bad luck. He wandered the streets for hours, searching for a solution to his problem. Finally he stumbled upon a small, unassuming shop tucked away in a dark alley. He stepped inside and was greeted by a kindly old woman who seemed to have been expecting him. The woman smiled. Oh, I see where this is going. The woman smiled and gestured for the boy to sit. She then began to explain that she was a witch and she had the power to break the spell of bad luck that had been cast on the rabbit's foot. Okay, maybe I don't see where it's going. The woman asked the boy if he had any items of sentimental value that he could give her, and the boy remembered the old man's story. He reached into his pocket and pulled out a small silver locket that had been given to him by his grandmother. The witch smiled and accepted the locket, and she then began to work her magic. She whispered a few words and waved her hand over the rabbit's foot, and suddenly the air around them seemed to shimmer with energy. When the spell was finished, the witch handed the rabbit's foot back to the boy and told him that it was now free of its curse. The boy thanked the witch and left the shop, feeling as though a great weight had been lifted from his shoulders. He clutched the rabbit's foot close to his chest as he made his way back home, and he knew that its luck had been restored. I love it when it introduces new characters without... Yeah. Telling it to do so. Because it legit feels like, actually, it's, it's not it's, just like a... It feels more narrative than mm. the stories where it's just like, yeah. give it the characters and just like, oh. I am a little upset. That, that, that wasn't the that wasn't the, woman that wasn't wasn't the, girl. the young girl. I know. That would have broken my little heart. Yeah, as soon as I was like, oh, no, it's going. And then I didn't. And then we were wrong. So if you now say, like, write the final part in the story. The boy returned to the old man's antique shop the next day with a newfound hope in his heart. He handed the rabbit's foot to the old man and told him of the witch's magic. The old man smiled and thanked the boy for his kindness. He then explained that the rabbit's foot had belonged to his grandmother and she had always believed it to be lucky. He went on to explain that she had passed away a few years ago and ever since then the luck of the rabbit's foot had been lost. 
In other words, the old man is a liar. And what he said <laughs> earlier was absolute rot. <laughs> Yeah, this magic, this this foot was always unlucky. Do you think the old man just hasn't got a clue what's going on? He is <laughs> just lying to this child. Did, did he sell it to the child? I'm going to be honest, I think the child just pinched it. <laughs> just He's just crafting stories about everything. Every every antique, he's like, ah, oh, yeah, this has been in my family for years. And... It's not even a rabbit's foot. It's literally just going to be like a plastic... <laughs> The old man thanked the boy for helping to restore the luck of the rabbit's foot, and he offered the boy a gift in return. The old man presented the boy with a small golden charm in the shape of a rabbit's foot. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take this from you. Here's another rabbit's foot. Here's another one. This one's gold. <laughs> he explained that this charm would bring the boy luck wherever he went. <laughs> this old man, he was like, thank you for this rabbit's foot. Oh, I've got this rabbit's foot for you. <laughs> the boy thanked the old man and left the shop feeling lighter than air. He knew that he had done something truly special and he felt a sense of pride swell within him. From then on, the boy always kept the golden rabbit's foot charm close to his heart. Wherever he went, he could feel its luck follow him, and he knew that he would never forget the kind old man or the magical rabbit's foot. Although the old man forgot about the young boy almost instantly. As soon as he left the, the shop. Oh, God. I really like that. That was a good story. I just enjoy that as well. I like that for both of them, it was, we gave it... Minimal prompt. Minimal prompt, and then just went, run with it. Because mm. for the other ones, we have... We usually always give it a direction. We'll be yeah. like, oh, this now happens. Mm. Write the story. Right, so now I just need to get a title. The Unlucky Rabbit's Foot. Yeah, it's not bad. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Awaiting Prompt and our rabbit-themed stories for the Year of the Rabbit. So, happy Chinese New Year, everyone, and uh, hope you have a, a good one and you remember it, unlike the old man. <laughs> that's everything for this episode of Awaiting Prompt. If you enjoyed it, then please leave us a review and make sure to subscribe so you can stay up to date with all future episodes. <laughs>